Welcome to the Life in the Stocks podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Matt Stocks. I'm the host, and the show features unedited, in-depth, candid conversations with a wide range of musicians, actors, comedians, and creatives. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to Life in the Stocks on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and indeed all major podcast platforms. Be sure to give me a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well, at MattStocksDJ. That way you can keep up to date with all of my live Q&A dates, my DJ performances, and of course, who's coming up on the show as well. But without further ado, let's crack on with the show, shall we? Here we go. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The majesty of yours, but well, I would suggest I'll show you what's in there in a minute. I would suggest you pick it up first. Your vault. Oh, if, you, if you want to hang on to that guy, I would love to hang on. Let, let Uncle Keith put everything back in. It weighs 30 so pounds, has lights in it and things, and it'll blow you and all that. Pick it up. I'm going to lift it off the ground. Yep. can tell the metal bits and the, the wheels are made out of metal and I want something that uh, well let's save it well we're rolling so yeah carry on I want something that isn't disposable and dispensable because today music is just that's all it is like right a, like a fart it, you know you smell it for a second and then it's gone and I'm so sick and tired of it and I wanted to do something that just spits in the face of what's going on. Yep. There's no downloading, file sharing, what nothing. It's like a Rolls Royce as one price, two thousand dollars, and I'm proud of the price because you can tell no expense has been spared. This is as high end as I can get it and not lose my shirt. And I'll tell you everything that comes in there. But first, 
the record industries are broken, retail, in other words, stores don't work anymore because people are downloading and fashion. I am going to hand deliver the box set all over the world. I was reading about that. And that in and of itself is, you know, a very exclusive well, I experience, wanna, right? I want to do that. Uh, that means if you're in New Zealand or in uh, Surrey. You're going to have a busy year next year then, aren't you? I start in January. Right. Kiss is not touring. So you've taken the whole year off so you yeah, can concentrate 12 on... Months, 12 months. Are you going to document the deliveries for yes, yourself? You're going to do like a documentary? Videos, and as we go along, you're very smart. Well, you ha on something like that, I think you have to capture that, right? Well... Because it's their reaction which makes it special, right? I'm going to do it for me because imagine being me. Uh, you know, I'm well off. I don't want to use... Uh, hyperbole or other big words like gymnasium but you've done it all right i've done i've done all right and i can afford it so if you were me why would you want to throw the biggest party on earth and be the only one there what kind of a party is that so we've been around 44 years there's still hair up here although there's <laughs> lots more on my back how many times you burn your hair bang it burnt oh quite a number of times <laughs> the edges you know, are all seared and everything. It's not healthy here, but I don't give a fuck. It's there. We're, we're men. Yep. And so I, I want to record this and, you know, kind of meet the people who have tattooed their bodies with our faces and the kids who were named after the songs and all that. For me, it's this kind of, not the end, but certainly closer to it. I'm 68 now. Feel great. We're doing fine. We can get up on stage and show every 20-year-old kid how to do it. Science does count. I saw you earlier this year at the O2. Fantastic. I appreciate you saying that. We, uh, we just feel as strong as possible. But let's be clear. I'm 68. I don't think I'll be able to do this the way Jagger does it. Not because I'm in worse shape. I can outlift all those guys. I'm strong. I'm big and strong. But you can't do... What we do, we're the hardest working band in show business. If Jagger or Bono got into my outfit, they'd die in a half hour. You're on seven-inch platform heels. You're wearing 40 pounds of armor on top of that. You're playing with fire literally every you're, night. You're spitting fire. You're flying through the air. The Can I ask you very quickly, who taught you to do that, the fire breathing? A guy named Amazo. Okay. Like a magician? Yes, a right. bald magician. And I didn't understand why he was bald. I thought he lost his hair. He says, no, I shaved my hair off. I go, oh, well, that's, that's cool. He looks good, you know. But I didn't realize that he shaved it because you can catch your hair on fire, and I have mm -hmm. a few times. He didn't tell me that part. <laughs> you learn by experience, I guess. How far can you breathe it? Are you up there in the top sort of fire breathers in the world? Is there a rank? Are you near the top? Yes. Uh, I'm right up there. But the thing they don't tell you is that you can do it once or twice and not worry about how flammable it is because you can control your environment. Yeah. So I don't want to tell people there's some very volatile, flammable stuff that'll catch as soon as air gets it, and that's the biggest flames. I've got to protect the stage and everything else that goes there. Don't worry about it. i got to protect everything so I can't use the more flammable stuff because the ground will catch fire. So if anything that falls on the ground, it's got to go out. So that's lamp oil which is not as flammable as the stuff you see on TV, those Jamaican guys that do it. I can do that and probably farther than they can. 
but you're right GeneSimmonsVault.com <laughs> so no what you're saying is you know that the end isn't here but it's in sight so you're kind of trying well, to get closer. some you're some, some rewards right and you're trying to interact with your fans whilst you still can whilst there's for me still time and for me once you've reached the top of the mountain and in our case it's Mount Olympus we are North and South America's number one gold record award-winning group of all time in all categories is part I, of this about you sharing your your songwriting with the world as well because I guess I wanted to ask you in terms of legacy and how people remember Gene Simmons do you want to be remembered first and foremost as a songwriter and an artist or just like a successful human I never thought about it uh, really because once you get everything you ever dreamed about it's difficult to control or try to plant a seed and get the emotion out of people that you want them to have and maybe that's too much so I'm okay with people thinking ah, that guy's an asshole or he's got a long tongue and that's all he's got that's okay you're all right with that I bought Wisconsin last week so I'm okay with it <laughs> and you are you're genuinely in yourself you're perfectly like perfectly fine with that and that's valid and if, uh, but the other thing is that over the years, over 50 years, because this box set, the largest one of all time, is 150 unreleased tracks spanning 50 years from the first song you ever wrote. Is that in there? 1966. Wow. Two years after I heard of the Beatles, I started writing songs inspired by them they were the band that got everyone into it right Still, from ozzy to you guys to alice cooper everybody, to, to anybody that ozzy you name it yeah you hear the beatles and your life changes it doesn't even matter if you go into different kinds of music just pivotal that stuff is undeniable i mean at 20 years old mccartney and lennon but yesterday michelle uh, even uh when I'm 64 was an earlier song McCartney written during the Cavern Club days. Right, okay. And all that stuff. At 20 years old, I didn't even know how to tie my shoelaces, much less write. <laughs> Yesterday, originally scrambled eggs, by the way. Did you know that? Really? Scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. She had some lovely legs or something. Right. It's just that melody that he had. He woke up dreaming that melody. So... I wanted to do something that had never been done before and also forget about what it's going to cost me or all that. Put together a... I don't like legacy. Legacy sounds like he's dead and look at all these tracks we've uncovered in some lost vault. No, bitch. These are the tracks I've hidden from everybody. And on a lot of the stuff, I'm doing all the harmonies, playing drums, bass, keyboards, all that stuff. Directly inspired by McCartney. When I first heard that pivotal McCartney solo record and he's engineering producing arranging playing all the instruments writing it often doing all the backgrounds except for his wife i'm going wow sounds like he had a lot of fun it wasn't so much i'm so impressed with him as opposed as opposed to wow here's a collection of songs he recorded and did at home on his farm in ireland how cool was that yeah i want to try that is that where you record do you have a home studio no, I did it everywhere. Uh, All over. Bits and pieces here and there. There's enough chaos at home for me to, oh my God, <laughs> to do that. You like to separate, do you? 
Well, you have to be able to do that because at home I'm having business meetings and people with suits and ties coming up because I have a restaurant chain and a film company and a lot of stuff. You, you, you don't have enough time in the day. And I've got to, you know, divide that time. But when I go, I don't want to, I don't want to be in the studio and re, and record stuff or write stuff and have the phone ring mm-hmm. or somebody ask me a question. You know, where do you want the guy to cut the grass and what time should the maid come in? I don't want to. Do talk. you go into a specific headspace when you're you creating? Go them. into back into the womb where nothing gets in the way, and you can just live it and be if i if i could you want to move the bed in there and just focus on that you don't want to you know coitus interruptus kind of thing <laughs> these are big words like gymnasium you yeah 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 careful you know what i mean yeah <laughs> come on jane <laughs> come on then come on then but not now <laughs> and this is not not kinda it physically is an imposing it is the godzilla of all yeah um, to give people a sense of what 150 unreleased tracks means you can start listening to this, and if you don't have to poop or eat, you're in the same spot over 10 hours. Wow. Yeah, it's quite quite a big thing, spanning 50 years, and it's got three Bob Dylan, Gene Simmons written songs. And yeah, Bob let's, also let's talk about it. Mr. Zimmerman. Do you approach him? Does he approach you? How does I that did. come about? I, and what was the desire, obviously, other than the fact that he's one of the great songwriters of all time? Was that the only thing that made you want to work the, with him, or was there something the more personal? Maybe the most important lyricist of the 20th century. Absolutely. I think it's fair to say yep. that. I mean, he changed the times, and not just that lyric. Mm-hmm. The times they are changing. Well, he also pushed the capabilities of what rock music could do and be, didn't he? Like a Rolling Stone was so expansive and Not, different. So big and so important that Lennon was inspired by him to go, you've got to hide your love away and lots of other songs. Yeah. People listened to him and everybody covered his songs from the Birds to Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. to everybody. and con- To the Ramones, con- yeah. Oh, they continue to, to the Ramones who only have one gold record to their name. and <laughs> They had a raw deal, I think, the Ramones. I think most of their success now is based on T-shirt designs, which they're not alive to enjoy the uh, the fruits of. The question always remains, and we did a Ramones uh, tribute song, uh, Rock and Roll Radio, for the, for the record. Great tune. Two and a few others. The question always is, if people decide everything, where are the record sales from people? If people decide everything, how come they never played stadiums or big arenas? But everyone knows that logo, don't they? It's a weird one. They know. I've met young girls who wore the T-shirts and have no idea that it's a rock band. Yeah. That T-shirt, like like Motorhead T-shirts. Yeah. You see that T-shirt? Misfits. On more people than bought the records. Yeah. They just like the design. So I'll give you a quick story. My son, Nick, runs into a girl who's got the stones, you know, the tongue, mm-hmm. that iconic thing. Yeah. That is the only Stones iconic imagery. And... It says the Rolling Stones on top. She's about 20, 21. So Old enough to know better. Well, <laughs> grown up now. Yeah. So you like them, huh? <laughs> and she says, yeah, what, uh, them, what? And he goes, you know, the Stones. She says, the Stones? He said, you know, the Rolling Stones. She goes, the Rolling Stones? Is that a band? Are you crazy? You're wearing the T-shirt that says the Rolling Stones. She goes, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know anything. I just like the shirt. You must have heard of... Who hasn't heard of the Rolling Stones? She said, Have you been living under a stone? No, never heard of it. He goes, you know, Satisfaction. Nope, never heard of it. How about Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the serial killer. I'm not making it up. He was just like, I give up. Yeah, flabbergasted. Millennials, the disease that anything older than a week ago, they have no idea. What's your perception of the internet, Gene, and the internet generation? How has it changed the, things for it's you? It's the best and the worst, a combination of the I'd best agree and with the that. worst. Yeah. The best is that information can be shared, good and bad and everything. The bad is that there's no, there's, there are no rules. It's the Wild West. Yep. I'm going to go on social media today and say, Matt Stocks went into a bathroom and a 12-year-old boy followed him inside. Now, by the way, it could be accurate because you went in first. Twelve-year-old yep. boy goes in after you, and then when you're interviewed back, you lose your job and everything. Straight away, yeah, without is, a trial, without yeah. anything, yeah. just on social media, it spreads like crazy. Yeah. and then you get hate mail that says, "What were you doing in the bathroom with a twelve-year-old?" Yeah, you have no idea what went on. You finished your business, you left. You're fucked. Your life is over. Overnight. Well, not even overnight. In five minutes, right? No trial. Yeah. No. How about calling the cops? If you don't even know what's going on. You just went to take a piss. You came out. And, uh, you know, Santa Claus can be found guilty. You know what? <laughs> a woman goes on social media, said Santa Claus called me and my friends hoes. Yeah. And Santa Claus gets put on trial. Did you call them that? I didn't call them that. I just said, ho, ho, ho. All um, nuance. Did you get that? I got it. It was good. It was good. Well, but you're making fun. a really valid and interesting point, oh and I think God. you're obviously the uh, the brunt of a lot of it with the Fox News thing the other day. I'm, like I stand by every word I said, and it's all horseshit. Everything's exposed. Yeah. I'm okay with it. But what? Uh, I mean, this is Gene just exposed himself, <laughs> and it looks good. Relative. Oh, thank you. No worries. You're going to be popular in jail. You can't even <laughs> I would, do I would. that joke. No, you can't. So comedians, the times are they business. are changing. Yeah, comedians, it's hard. Oh, they're to, out of business because yeah. comedy is based on insult. Yeah, somebody gets the how do you say the piss taken taken out of them. Yeah, yeah. So back to GeneSimmonsVault.com. Only a few thousand are going to be made. Exactly how many? I don't is there, know. Is, are you waiting I, to I'm, see how I'm many? Suspecting it's about. No, it's not going to be supply and demand. Right. I can't go to North Pole if one person orders it. I'm not going. But almost anywhere else in the world, I I will be there. We have trips already planned to... You don't like cold places, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot of people that do. No. Let's, you know, sweetheart, let's go on vacation. Let's go to Antarctica. Yeah, who's ever said that? By the way, somebody that. does. Yeah. The penguins that lived a thousand years ago, let's take a photo of that. I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> and so I suspect there'll be about five, a few thousand around the world. And then goodbye and I like it that way because I don't want it to appear in stores or anything else and I want it to be something you give you know the next generation something that lasts well that's going to outlast us all that's going to be there with the cockroaches when apocalypse hits isn't it as one of the consider that a compliment yeah it is it's well made it's got lots of cool stuff and the secret door at the bottom that you can press I don't know if you saw that. I didn't know. Our Can I open it now? Oh, also, yes. do you get to pick your own um, as soon as you safe open code? The, door, the lights go on, which took forever. Just pull, pull. There you go. Light goes on. The book comes the out. The book comes out. It's got 50,000 words that I wrote. You can open the book, and inside of the 10 CDs, actually more than that, but I can't go into specifics. And as you turn the pages, which you're doing now, keep going. You will see hundreds and hundreds of photos from my private collections. That's where a CD would be. 
but of course we're not putting it in there so it doesn't get bootlegged and all that and a lot of care was taken i wrote every word the stories are the song where i was who i was with what happened and all that and that's yeah plasmatics yes i produced wendy o williams solo record many years ago and everybody appeared on that blah 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 did you ever write with i know you were romantically involved with but did you ever write with diana ross or share and any of those songs in this uh the answer is yes there's a song on there uh but i was trying to write a song for diana called feel like heaven and she was i had a huge closet up in my apartment uh it was on fifth avenue actually it was the penthouse and it was a little bit smaller than this room but not by much the room that we're in so it's substantial size had a lot of stuff hanging on the wall and i decided to stick a small four track recording studio in there so that in the middle of the night i could run in and do that so i had an idea for a song and i recorded so i called diana up and you know what is this in your key can i so i tried to write it for her and that's in the box set called feel like heaven but nice. it's all me um uh there's a drum track on there but it's all me on all the instruments the backgrounds the synth because i can play a little keyboard as well and there's an awful lot of stuff uh do you get hugely inspired by characters like that i mean she was obviously one of the first pop queens from the motown era all the way through when you're around people like that in your life whether it's romantic or just platonic to people like that and you've obviously met some of the most interesting engaging fascinating inspiring people do they directly inspire you does that rub off like that greatness that talent that you know when i read uh stories and interviews with great songwriters i'm always fascinated to hear other points of views about stuff and uh, i know elton uh well enough i guess and what i've read about the process that elton figured out because he used to be a songwriter with a publishing company he tried to write for engelbert humperdinck and all that and it didn't work until he met a guy named bernie taupin who sat down and wrote words and took that pressure off of elton so he would look at the words and the music would just come as a result of that and other people just you know susudio phil collins he just started scatting which is an old jazz term you're of course yeah yeah making it up the melodies and not worrying what the words are and then the words come later what i'm trying to say is i don't i have no idea uh hey uh, keith you there yes sir would you mind uh i don't know pick anything <laughs> and, the I'll pressure's you, and i'll tell you where that came from cool I don't have a process and I don't write for Kiss. I just write. And the things that people hear calling Dr. Love, Christine, Sixty, whatever I write, some of it good, some of it okay, are songs that were picked because they sound like the band. Yeah. All this other material just doesn't sound like the band. Do you want something that doesn't sound like the band or something? Yeah, pick anything. Maybe you could do, if you have it, did you do a song with Katie Sagal? Katie Seagal, yeah. Seagal? Uh, Pride? Excuse me? Pride? Is she on that one? No. Try... Uh, confessions? Sure. Go closer to it. That's all me on drums, backgrounds, except Katie and two other girls. 
There you go. I like that. 77, maybe. How did you meet her? Didn't you discover her in a way? Yes. Yeah? Not in a way. In a way? In she an exact a, way that you did? <laughs> she was in a... Uh, if, if Just quickly as well, for people who don't know the name, she's obviously Gemma Teller from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, she was a, she was a voice on Futurama. Yeah. And uh, she was the wife on Married with Children uh -huh. and stuff. And actually went on to sing background and one of the voices with Bette Midler on tour. Right, wow. But she was a waitress in a restaurant called High Pockets, which was a restaurant. And the idea with that restaurant is people would, that would serve you would also go around and sing at your table with an acoustic guitar or a cappella. And she came to the table, and she was attractive, and she came to the table and sang. And I had, uh, you know, I became friends with her. You can fill it in, fill all the blanks. And, you know, I'd always hear music around her. And I said, do you have a band or something like that? She said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, I have some people. We get together and we write. So I went down, saw the band. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to produce a demo for you. We're going to do a Hitchhike, I think it was. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. <laughs> baby. I think it was that one. And we did the demo. Then I called Neil Bogart because I discovered uh, Angel, got them to sign that. I said, Neil, I've got another band for you. This is the guy who ran Casablanca Records. Casablanca right? Records, yeah. And we were the first, Kiss was the first act on Casablanca Records. Neil, I've got another band for you. I don't know what their name is, but check this out. He goes, okay, I like it. I'm going to sign the band. So they got signed. And they can't think of a name. And I'm going, how about, you know, Swan or something like that? Because it had three chicks and two lead, guy lead singers and a big band. Kind of like Delaney, Bonnie, and Friends. Big kind of R&B. You, you heard the vibrato singing in the background. And they couldn't come up with a name. So the album came out. The group with no name. That's what they <laughs> settled on. <laughs> yeah, they had one record, and thank you very much. Over. But yes, I discovered her. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How did you find, because you're an East Coast guy at heart, would you say that still? Do I have a heart? An East Coast heart. Are you yes. still New York through and through? Well, yes. The the. Uh, so, how did you find the LA scene when you went out there? I was I was there? shocked. I, you know, it was like landing in another country. But the same thing happens if you're a London guy and you go to Horsham. <laughs> you're going where? Like where am I? Yeah. It's a different England, but it's England. Yeah, it's the UK, and uh, you know the difference between East and West Coast, and also between Motown. Look, Motown is American music, but bears no resemblance to the Beach Boys, right? It's a different soul. It's a different heart. And likewise, the Four Seasons in New York, even though they sang falsetto, bore no resemblance to the Beach Boys, although they both sang falsetto. The roots were different. Yeah. And so when I first landed in L.A., I, you know, I heard the music scene, and it was wildly different for one thing it didn't have a lot of r&b it had less to do with black music yeah new york had a lot more to do with black music and clearly detroit was all that and so when i first heard van halen in a club i was just flummoxed i don't i don't know like stunned i never heard a guitar player like eddie edward because it was so white that sound it was it so... wasn't even that it was so wide it was so uh technically proficient i mean i never heard a guitar player tap or run around the fretboard the way he did and somehow it was still melodic but it wasn't blues so much although years later eddie would profess a profound admiration for eric clapton and bb king and all that. you can't hear it no. i don't hear it in the plane you hear hendrix and you hear the r&b the the black music of it and the buddy guy of it clearly not with eddie it was this other thing it was closer almost to mahavishnu orchestra you know this kind of uh stuff and so when i found the band in a club called starwood i just thought you know this is the future this is the next big band but I couldn't get anybody else to believe in it. I signed them to Man of a Thousand Faces, my company, produced their 15-track demo on 24-track, flew them to New York. Guy, what was Roth like back then? A sweet guy with no ego that I saw. Right. But I took him aside, and we had a heart-to-heart. And I said, look, I'm in back of you guys. I'll help you. I'll push you. And I want very little for it, but let's call it for what it is. You're the lead singer, and the name of the band is the last name of the guitar player and drummer. And that's okay if you're okay with it, but you understand it's called Van Halen, and you're David Lee Roth, not David Van Halen. You're okay with that? He goes, hey, man. Now, by the way, as soon as I hear, hey, man, later I would learn that that, here's where the bullshit comes. But initially I thought, oh, it's speaking from the heart. Hey, man, we're all for one and one for all, and I don't care what it's called. Well, later he cared, and there were other problems. Because Eddie bad? asked you guys, didn't he, to join KISS? Because he got to Eddie, the point where, Eddie did, yes. where he'd had enough, and you obviously during said, no, make, you got to stick During the making out. of Jump, uh, Eddie was so miserable, he came down to Record Plant. We were recording the beginnings of... Uh, we had our own problems, 
with Ace and Peter, and we started working on an album called Creatures of the Night, and we're looking for guitar players to play on it, and different guitar players played on it, and Eddie called me and said, I got to talk to you. Yeah, come on to the studio. And he came to the studio, and he played me the demo for Jump. He said, the vocal's going to go here, vocal's going to go there. Eddie, this is interesting, but why don't you put some guitars on it and let me hear what it sounds like there. He goes, oh, there are going to be no guitars on it. I go, really? Yeah. He clearly knew something. What are you going to call this? Jump. Jump what? No, just jump. So clearly, you know, it, look, that thing about vision, having a point of view, is priceless. So whatever it is that you're doing could sound crazy to everybody else, but when you see it, when you feel it, the guy that's writing it or has the the direction, you can't find that anywhere else. He had it, he has it, and continues to have it. It's called Jimmy Page, not Robert Plant. You know, it's that point of view. There are a lot of people that drive stuff, but the point of view about the sound, what is your DNA? What's your identity? And, uh, Did you ever have a Kiss album, Gene, that you had a vision for or you and Paul had a vision for and it didn't turn out the way you would have hoped? Oh, more than one. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> Could we talk about one or two? Oh, sure. There's Unmasked and Animalize and Asylum and... Yeah. And what do you think corrupts the vision or why do you fall short of the bar? Because when you look in a mirror, your eyes are too close to the mirror so you can't see your face. You can't see your shoulders. All you see are the eyes looking back at you. So you have no idea what the whole thing looks like. It's called perspective, not having an emotional attachment to it. And over time, you can go back and you know have a sense of it. So hindsight's twenty twenty, they say. So over time, I can look back and say, Destroyer, that's a decent record. Uh, Creatures of the Night, that's pretty good. Uh, Revenge, I like that one. And then you can pick us. The first three have an interesting kind of primitive quality and some decent songs. And then you can look back at, you know, different albums. Uh, uh, the uh, the Elder, totally my concept, the title, the concept, the character, all that. Bob Ezrin bought into it, and he made us do the concept record. And over time, I'm going, you know, that's misdirected and uh, coulda, woulda, shoulda. A lot of people love that album now, though, don't they? Well, yeah, but in a peculiar kind of way, mm. if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, <clears throat> kitsch yep. or the cult status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, you know, it's not a legitimate thing. The people that love the band kind of love it for its peculiar, eccentric nature. nature. There are a few decent songs, maybe, too, on it. But uh, the identity of it was misdirected. Can I ask you a question, Gene? You mentioned the word ego a couple of times, and I guess you get a bad rep for being a guy that's all ego. I don't think... May I say this for record? Of course. It doesn't matter to me. 
But I don't think that you are in many ways egotistical. And what I mean by my interpretation of that is that you have a quite a, a valuable and important musical legacy. Kiss, for me, and I've read interviews, seen interviews, you can hear it in the music, everyone from Rage Against the Machine to Weezer, that whole almost 90s alternative rock generation was so... that I, For all of them, I think Kiss were the band that inspired them, you know? And I don't it think that you from, feel the need to have to go out and say... to Melvin's to... Cobain to uh, even Tr- Reznor, who's talking trash nowadays. I welcome all of it. I love all of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thrilled that I was ever allowed to pick up a bass or a guitar, much less, you know, scale the heights. You, you're never going to be able to get everybody to like you or what you are. And Often, in my estimation, people misunderstand delusional self-confidence for baseless ego. Yeah. Like the guy that walks in a room and says, I'm going to fucking do this, and I did that, and I did that, when they're complete lies. That's one thing. I remember when I was a kid, I heard this new boxer called Cassius Clay that I'd never heard of, who got up, pounded his chest, and said, I am the greatest, and I talk to myself who the fuck does he think he is no actually he knew who he was and he was just stating fact i was unqualified or not informed enough to understand that he wasn't a braggadocio he wasn't bragging he was just stating the fact actually he was maybe continues to be the greatest he is the greatest of all time and so i I accept, and happily, that there there are enough people out there who think I'm an asshole. Hey, I called one of my solo records asshole. I'm okay <laughs> you did, with it. you did. <laughs> Thank you for the privilege of having just the best life. I accept all of it. The barbs and the ego, it's fine. What an asshole that guy is. Yeah, you're right. And uh, the box set here... GeneSimmonsVault.com. I'm never shy about saying, hey, I want you to buy this thing. I'm not going to give it away. I worked all my life for it, and I suspect what you do right now, you get paid for, right? You get paid for it. I'm getting there, Gene. I'm getting there. It's early days, but but I'm sticking at it. Yeah, yeah, of course. I want to get paid for it, too. I mean, you do it for the sheer sake of creating, of course, but you got to eat, you got to live. And hard work should be rewarded, you right? Stated, you just stated why communism doesn't work and why capitalism continues to be the shining light for all of humanity. Just the incentive to excel means you'll get more money. The guy that wins the race will get more money than the loser. That's good. And success doesn't always mean money. Money is great, of course, but I think success is also a sense of self-worth that you got up today and you contributed something and you did something. I'd like to put a sidebar onto that. If you totally succeed at something and can't pay your rent... Are you a success? Are you a success? Your answer would be no. No. Because you are not the definer of the entire answer. You're totally dependent on everybody around you. So when I meet somebody who painted something and says, I am an artist, I'm going, no, it's not up to you to determine that. It's up to people to determine that. And when a piece of art 
is so good that you can't put a price on it, it's actually called priceless. It is people that determine whether or not what you do is good. It really is. What's your proudest achievement, Gene, in, in life to date so far? Birth is, birth is pretty good. <laughs> your own? Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess so, right? Once life. you're born, all things are possible. <laughs> Unless and if you're born, you're lucky if you're born in Western civilization, UK, Europe, America, free. Mm-hmm. So you can be a human being and think for yourself and, and then... Capitalism allows you to educate yourself and stuff. And I write books about it. I have a new one that came out last week, and I think it's coming out in a week here called right. On Power. Yeah. And I talk a lot about This was the book that you were supposedly <laughs> bashing people over the head with in Fox News. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I heard that. I told, I, I'm going to tell Pierce Morgan what I'm going to tell you. Okay. I told him this morning on the show. Yeah. I don't think they aired it. It was off camera. Right. Thousands of people pick that story up. Even if you completely explain it away, interviews, the story is already out there. I stand by every word I said and every action I take. And then you can, by the way, you can fight it and uh, sue people or take the high road and say, you know what, I make a living God bless. Move on. Also, you're cheeky. I've been around you a few times, and you have a sense of humor, and you're playful. I'm in a rock band, for fuck's sake. (laughs) I'm not a priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're you're talking about lewd behavior. Turn to page three. Yeah. I mean, part of comedy, and I'm not a comedian, but I'm in a band. So, I mean, you have a license to thrill or whatever, but I am who I am. To thy own self be true and all that. What's Gervais going to talk about without pissing somebody I don't think he'll ever stop. I think he's committed, and I I enjoy that about him. I think he should, but get ready for the suits. Yeah. Do you ever take it in the, the... Do you ever kind of get flack from your wife when you get home? She's like, Gene, you've been out there again causing trouble. Or yeah. does she support and understand? Two days ago. <laughs> she did. Sure. What the <laughs> fuck are you, what happened now? So, you know what? I'm going to show you something. Yeah. Because, you know, the lawyers are always watching your back and they want to protect you. So... Is that rock and roll over as your phone case? Uh, yes, it is. Check this out, Gene. You've predicted my final move whilst you get what you want to show me ready i'm going to get what i want to show you ready i brought this if you wouldn't mind signing it for me i'd love to my favorite kiss album cover that cover is just and the fact you have it as your phone case is telling it's a shame that it's great artwork isn't it it's a shame that kids don't have the the art of it that it's more than just music so i offer this because it happens enough times What's going to happen to you? The more famous, the more money you make and stuff, people come out of the woodwork. So we're doing a Scooby-Doo uh, thing. I'm going to mention it. So I just got the stink eye from... Are you going to go there? But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing a Scooby-Doo voiceover a few days ago in Los Angeles. And the guy that's putting me through, uh, you know, the thing, come there, stand here, do this. He's with me the whole time. And then I, had a, you know, we're in the parking lot, and this woman comes out, starts screaming at me, you know, all kinds of stuff. And here's my text. Hey, the girl who came into the alley and shouted at me, did you see me being improper or putting my hands on her any time? Were you with me the whole time? See, that's 
Yeah, that's him. yours to him. Here's his text to me. Shall I read it or do you want to? Yeah. Read it out loud or just in my Bob head? Bob is the pseudonym I use when I text and everything. Go Bob, ahead. I saw you do absolutely nothing. I was with you the whole time in a very crowded hallway. I was two feet away from you when she passed you. What did you send me? I sent him the text. Right, right, right. What the fuck? What? Oh, and he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Is this a joke? It's, again, what were you doing in the bathroom with a 12-year-old kid? You can you can uh, fight it. You can defend it. It's in the culture, isn't it? The bigger people get, the more people want to knock them off that pedestal. I'm not and... going to talk about anybody else because there are bad guys out there, and uh, also it's not even about sexual uh, misconduct. I wasn't sexually impro- improper with anybody. You can say anything you want to about anybody, and unfortunately, it's a court of public opinion. What happened? You're innocent till proven guilty. Now it's. Anybody can say anything. If I say you're a pedophile and put it on social media. Please don't do that, Gene. Of course not. Of course not. But if I say that, it spreads like wildfire. And you're defending yourself trying to, you know, get that breath of fresh air, that innocence, to trying to prove you're innocent. It's a difficult time to be in the public eye, I think, isn't it? Oh, I think. The the, party's over. The worst times and you know it's i'm not talking to anybody shirt sleeves you're rich and you're famous shut the fuck up i get it what are comedians gonna talk about who's gonna host the next uh is gervais gonna do the next show remember did you see him host the golden globes he was so funny he was so fucking great because he was so (laughs) politically so over the line he called i know mel gibson well he's a good guy actually and he said some stupid things when he was drunk have you I've never been drunk, so I can't tell you that. Yeah, yeah, but I've done loads of regrettable get things. Drunk, yeah. say all kinds of racist, yeah. homophobic, anti-Semitic stuff when they're drunk, and maybe they feel that way. You've so, never had a drink in your whole life, right? Well, that's that's untrue. Right at a at an event, if somebody says, "Here's a toast to uh, England and Churchill," of course I'll toast and I'll put it up to my lips and take, you know, half a sip. I just don't like the smell and the taste of alcohol. I must have some kind of chemical thing. So I've never been drunk, but of course I've taken You've a tasted, sip. tasted, yeah. But- somebody would say, here, taste this Guinness. I'm going, oh, my God, it tastes sour and bitter. So there's not a single alcoholic drink on earth that you've tried that you like at all, the taste of? No. That's crazy. Yeah, there must be something Even in that. Even the but- smell is just disgusting to yeah. me. But yeah, I think anybody Candy, who's anybody sugar. who's drank too much has said or done dumb things that they regret. I'm, anyway, I would guess. Everyone. I would guess drunk people say all kinds of stuff that maybe they believe, maybe they don't. But yeah, so Gervais piled into Mel Gibson and just destroyed him, and he was yeah. there. And he destroyed Hollywood that night. Destroyed it him. It was amazing. You know what? Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> Go f- it's comedy. Yeah. Now, I think those days are over, because now people sue everybody. But you're right. GeneSimmonsVault.com. It's out there. Is it out there right now, or can people pre-order it no, right now? they have to pre-order it. Pre-order start right now. January and start going around the world. Great. Well, um, Gene, thanks so much for your time. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Um, I always appreciate your transparency and honesty. I think that's rare in today's world as well. And um, I think you're a class act. Take it or leave it. I mean... I'll take it. No, what I mean is my piece of advice for everybody is to thine own self be true 
and don't try to blow everybody that comes in the room just to get, curry favor because it's easy to lose your yourself and your soul. You're not going to please everybody, and not everybody likes Jesus either. I'm not Jesus. I'm just a schmuck, you know, who got lucky and did it. But I'm not changing who I am for anybody. And in this world, you don't have to, nor should you. I mean, at the... At the end, when they finally drag me kicking and screaming and stick me underground. Is that the way you go as opposed to cremated? Would you like to be buried? Or, well, you won't know, will you? Would you have a preference? Well, if they try to bury me, they can do it in a kiss casket. <laughs> but if they cremate me, we also make kiss urns. I've read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. I, I know. We also make kiss condoms. Yeah. We'll get you coming and we'll get you going. You can use that. I've used it before <laughs> enough times. I but, doubt. But I want to get serious for a second. Yeah, of course. Is if you go through life and you have regrets, how sad is that? Especially if you're in a country with free speech and capitalism. I know what's going to be written. No regrets. No, I would have, could have, should have. I know what it's going to. I know what's going to be written on my tombstone. You know, just figuratively speaking. Thank you and good night. Been there, done that. Bought the T-shirt. What else can you ask for? And will everybody say thumbs up, or will somebody say, Ah, fuck him. Cool. You just like Jesus. Some liked him, some didn't, and then you die. But in the meantime. Get GeneSimmonsVault.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm -hmm. 